Hello and welcome to Cracked Open, a podcast guiding you on your journey to becoming a vessel of unconditional love. This is your host, Beck Mylonis, High Priestess, Channel, and Activator. Join me on this series as I share reflections, insights, and channel transmissions from my journey of walking the initiation path. Each episode is a unique transmission containing supportive frequencies to facilitate the deepest healing, activation, and reconnection with your soul. I invite you to open your mind and set the intention to receive this episode into your heart space. Let's go. Hello and welcome. Today, I want to drop into the concept of perfectionism and righteousness this feeling that we all have within us to strive towards perfectionism which is usually an unattainable state right (laughs) no one is perfect and everything is perfect in a more divine perspective but today i really want to drop into how our own perfectionism can keep us looping in healing cycles how our perfectionism can prevent us from calling in what we desire how our need to be complete, to be finished, to be right, is actually preventing us from growth, is preventing us from receiving our desires um, in this moment, (laughs) in the present moment, and anchoring into all of the goodness and juiciness and beautiful things that are present for us to receive in the now. I grew up with some serious perfectionist tendencies. I was an overachiever, um, you know, smart kid, always seemed to do really well in school without kind of trying. And there was a pressure put on me as a child to just naturally do well, right? To overperform, to succeed. And many of us have this pressure placed on us by society, by our parents, by the ways in which we were conditioned to be to strive for some sense of perfection or wholeness or completion, some standard which we strive to meet, which is essentially unattainable, right? It's never actually going to happen. And if we do reach this standard of perfection, the irony is then we cease to grow, right? The universe is limitless. As a soul, we came here to continuously evolve and grow. We didn't come here to be finished, right? The invitation today is to let go of the need to be finished, to be done, to be healed, to be enlightened. The need to be at this perfect place, which is a lie, doesn't actually exist, that puts pressure on you, that causes you to always be in striving and lack, right? When we were always trying to attain perfection from a place of not feeling good enough, what happens is that we get locked into this trick, right? It's a slave code. It's, it's tactically been conditioned into us as society that we're always on this hamster wheel chasing an ideal, chasing a vision, chasing a dream, right? Chasing some standard of perfectionism or somewhere to be, which is anywhere but the present moment, right? When we are locked into perfectionism, we are unable to show up with what is, with how we are and love and accept ourselves, 
I've been really diving into debunking um, and I've had some moments in my healing over the past couple of days where I'm being shown where, you know, there's parts of me who believe I need to be more healed to call in love, or I need to be more healed to reach more people, or I need to be more X, Y, Z, whatever it is to have more success which then constantly has me in this state of looking for more stuff to heal, looking for more stuff to evolve through. And I'm not saying don't evolve and grow. I'm not saying don't persist with your healing process because that's what we're here for. We're here for this constant evolution and growth, right? But thinking that you're going to reach some magical fucking point where the healing is going to be done, where um, the evolution is finished, where you're not going to grow and evolve from that point is actually holding you back, right? And when we look at righteousness or the need to be right, <laughs> again, this is conditioned into us by society um, because it's a fixed state, right? It's a state that you get to where I am right and you are wrong and I have the answer and you don't. When the reality is we are in a constant changing um, environment of flux, right? The universe is constantly, God is constantly learning about itself through our experiences. There is no right. There is literally no fucking right. There is the framework that you are looking at life through in that moment with the current knowledge that you have, with the current lens of your experiences and your um, challenges and your belief systems. And that changes. Part of the reason why I was super avoidant about doing this podcast was I have this habit of looking back on past versions of myself and fucking cringing. Like I look out, um, I look at some something that I put out there, right? Like I tend to do this a lot with my early 20s and I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking? How embarrassing, right? Because I know better now. Or I look at some content that I put out where I'm teaching a concept and then I have an experience after I've done that which has shifted my perspective. Suddenly, I don't hold the same belief or perspective, right? And it's okay. It's okay to change your mind, right? I change my mind a million fucking times a day because I'm the feminine and whatever feels, whatever I'm feeling, whatever emotions there are on that moment, those emotions are true, right? Men get really frustrated with women because they're like, but you said you wanted to do this and now you want to do this and I don't understand. Like, what is true? What do you feel? And it's like in that moment, what you're feeling is true right? So that woman that said she doesn't want to go out because she's tired in that moment felt that that was true for her. But then five minutes later, she had a coffee and then she was ready to go out, right? Like it's a really shit example, but I think you understand what I'm trying to say, right? Our truth is always shifting and changing. And so are the truths of others. There are universal truths like love, like, you know, um, change is a constant. That's a universal truth. You're always attracting your thoughts and your feelings, that's a truth. Um, the laws of karma, that's a truth. There are certain truths which are more true, right? They're universal truths. But our individual object, subjective truths change. And it's okay that they change. So when I was putting this podcast out there, I was like, fuck, I don't want to put this out there because it's more, um, I guess it's more permanent, like when it's on a podcast, that maybe in a year, I'm going to shift and change and I'm going to gain some more knowledge and then people are going to hear me talking about that and contradicting myself. And I'm going to be looked at like I'm an idiot, right? I've already, I've been listening back <laughs> to these, these um, transmissions since I started a week ago, whatever it is. And literally in every day, 
I'm learning something new and I'm contradicting myself, something that I said before. Like, I think on day two, I was like, I'm in this place of peace with my parents and I fully integrated that and I have, but we also had a fight the other day, right? It's constantly, you're constantly um, <laughs> in this looping, changing pattern cycle of growth. And I sat with that and I was like, oh my God, that's embarrassing. <laughs> How embarrassing. I contradicted myself within two days. I said one thing. And then two days later, I was showing up being like, oh, guys, I fucked up. Right. And when you let go of the perfectionism <laughs> of needing to appear a certain way, needing to look like you have your shit together, needing to, um, you know, portray that, you know, how the, the world is, you know, the truth, you know, more than someone else, you're wise, whatever it is, you're going to hold yourself back from growth. Um, and you're going to hold yourself back from expressing whatever is true to you in that moment. Guys, be prepared for that truth to change. Be prepared for me to say some shit. And in three episodes time, I'm like, guys, I was wrong, <laughs> you know, and that's what letting go of righteousness enables us to do. It enables us to have humility. If you look at, you know, spiritual teachers or gurus in the past, leaders who were like, I am right. I have the only way. My way is the only way and it's the truth. It's the whole truth. No, <laughs> that's wrong. That's wrong. You guys are wrong. You think that you're righteous, but you're wrong. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that that's actually really flawed because it negates the fact that we are constantly evolving and growing. And if you say I'm done, this is all the wisdom that I'm ever going to have. This is all the knowledge that I'm ever going to have. This is all the growth that I'm ever going to have. And I'm here and I'm stuck cool. You're fucking right. Good for you. Amazing. You get to be right. But you also miss out on growth. You miss out on learning some shit. You miss out on evolution, right? And so can you let go of the need to be right? The need to prove a point to someone else who maybe is not um, at the same truth as you. Maybe they're somewhere else on their journey. Maybe that truth will never resonate to them with them, or maybe they're not prepared to receive that truth, right? Maybe people aren't prepared to receive your truth and it's not true to them. And we need to accept that everyone is on this journey of evolution and change and growth. And the only constant is change and evolution and growth, right? So needing to be right, needing to be the one that has the answers, needing to appear a certain way, not wanting to share your wisdom, your truth, your magic with the world, because what if I say something that, you know, in five days I changed my mind and then I'm like, oh, fuck. It reminds me of, um, oh, who was it? I think it was Doreen Virtue, right? She is this, was this, she put out angel cards and she wrote a bunch of channeled books around angels. And then in her later in her life, the Christians got to her or she had this huge paradigm shift and she started pulling all of her books off the, off the market. And she was like, don't listen to anything that I said. The only way is Christ, right? And I think that's funny. Like it's pretty, it's a funny example of like her books and her wisdom about angels and her oracle cards and all of this stuff really helped some people, right? They served those people, but her truth changed and she was allowed to then be like, I change my truth. And there's going to be people that still resonate with her old truth. Like there's going to be people who resonate with the version of you who said a past truth. Like, so there's content that I have up on the internet that I've seriously considered removing because I'm like, oh my God, like I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Now that I've learned and evolved, I can't believe I said that. Like that was such a limited perspective, but there's going to be someone who comes along and that's what they need to hear, right? Like it's all serving, it's all perfect. 
And so I say let go of perfectionism or striving to be perfect because it's fucking endless, the growth that is available to us. But it's also in acknowledging the paradox of perfection is that you are already perfect and that everything in every moment is perfect um, because the divine really at its core is perfect. (laughs) It's perfect. There are no fuck ups in the universe, right? Everything in the universe is seen as an experience, as an opportunity to know itself, to like wisdom is only with like knowledge when it hasn't been embodied and it hasn't had a chance to express an experience, right? Wisdom is only knowledge until it's experienced. Then it becomes experiential and it becomes wisdom, right? You can't have wisdom until you've experienced it. And so that's like the universe, basically the way that this all came into being. And who knows, I might change my mind about this in five days and send you a memo be like, everything that I said in that podcast was wrong. (laughs) But what my current framework of understanding is, is that the universe had all this infinite wisdom, right? But it wanted to know itself through experience and it couldn't know itself without experiencing itself. And so that's why we are here, right? We are the universe, God, source, creator, the divine mother, whatever it is, energy experiencing itself through the lens of our individual experiences. So how can you fucking say that your experience is wrong? How can you say that what you are experiencing is not true to you on some level, right? And this goes into this random tangent, but I was talking to someone about trauma. I was on a date with this guy, the one that ghosted me, by the way, in case you were curious. And also, I also want to say from listening back, I mentioned two different people and I'm well, like within a succession of three days. And I'm like, maybe they're going to think that it's the same person and it's not. <laughs> Just like, here am I like owning all my shit and being like, no, I've been going on a few dates. But um, anyway, this man was, he grew up in a war-torn um, hometown. Like he was in the Middle East. He grew up in the Middle East in a war-torn town and literally experienced the smell of searing flesh and bombs dropping and just really horrible stuff. Right. And we were talking about trauma and he was saying, I don't feel traumatized by my experience. And maybe there's some trauma in there, but I'm not identifying with it. And a lot of people think that because they haven't gone through some serious life altering shit, then it's not trauma. Right. But in that experience of being that child in that moment with whatever, maybe, you know, for me, for instance, my trauma was getting yelled at and abused emotionally and mentally and sometimes physically. Um, Now I don't see it as traumatic as my little girl saw it. I look back and I'm like, oh, like my mom was just going through some shit or my dad was unable to take me away from that situation because he loved her. I have a different perspective on it, right? But that doesn't fucking negate the trauma that I felt as a child in those moments it was traumatic and you can sit there and be like yeah well you didn't go through war and famine and your parents weren't killed in front of you in front of you and you weren't abused um, every day by a cult or whatever the fuck right everyone has these different experiences and it's like yeah true I didn't experience that but that doesn't negate my experience and it doesn't negate my truth of how I experienced that and how traumatic that was for me right so random tangent. I want to come back to the perfectionism, right? The perfectionism of feeling like you're only worthy when etc. When X, Y, Z. When I'll be worthy of a partner when I'm fully healed. That's been my story that I've seen coming up. Like I will be worthy of this man who can meet me and see me and hold me when I don't have these triggers coming up and I don't have this trauma coming up which is kind of bullshit, right? If you think about it, (laughs) it's bullshit to think that I need to be fully healed to get into a relationship. 
And this is the lie that's sold to us about relationships, that we're going to enter this sacred union or this relationship this happy, happily ever after. And then the work and the, stop, the, the growth stops. When you're in that relationship, that's your happy ending. You're done. When you reach that point of being healed or enlightened, that's it. You're done, right? And it's just not fucking like that because our drive within us is constantly seeking to evolve and grow. And we do this by creating dissatisfaction and lack on some level. This is why we have our desires. Our desires are the vehicle for us to want more, which means that we have to expand to receive more, right? So your desires aren't bad because they are the vehicle for you to grow. If you had no desires at all and you didn't want anything to change and you were like, everything's fine and I'm happy how I am, then you would be stuck. You wouldn't, <laughs> like you'd literally be sitting there being like, cool, this is great. I'm present with everything that is, but there's no fuel for me to grow and evolve because there's no need for me to expand, right? And so attaching to our desires and why aren't I there yet locks us into this state of frustration and constant healing cycles and feeling like I can't be happy until, right? That's one, one side of it. The other side is that, not having desires or not allowing us to have our desires or not allowing ourselves to dream of more keeps us stuck in complacency. So you need to find that balance of like, I'm really present and happy with where I am and I can enjoy where I am and be present with it. But I also desire more and that's okay. <laughs> it's okay, right? People think that you're going to reach this enlightened point where you desire for nothing and you know, you're so full and fulfilled and you just don't, you know, and it's like, even those enlightened beings have desires to experience more levels of enlightenment. Enlightenment is a constant journey, right? Ascension is a constant journey. Our souls are so limitless and infinite. And we're literally just coming back here to do this again and do this again and do this again and learn more and learn more and learn more and learn more. And then when you think that you've learned more and you're at this point of like, I know everything, then you, that's the moment you need to let go and realize you know fucking nothing because then a whole new universe opens up. Like even if you look at um, the, the mechanics of our universe, there's a universe past our universe. There's a multiverse. So it's like your knowledge can be here where it's like I know a lot of wisdom about X, Y, Z and it's in this limited framework and then you open it up to like other dimensions and realms and it's like, cool, I know so much now. I know so much more than I did when I was here. And then you open it up again and you're like, oh, fuck, there's so much more I don't know about X, Y, Z. And now there's these other things that I know nothing about. And you just keep expanding that out. When you expand out past our universe, past our multiverse, into the infinite multiverse of multi-multiverses, who fucking knows? It's infinite, right? And so if you get here and you're like, I know everything, I need to be righteous because I know everything, you're stopping yourself from getting here. And not that you need to get here. That's the other thing. There's no fucking rush to get here. There's no here to get to because it's constant and never ending. And the only thing that is constant is change and evolution and growth, right? So firstly, there's no rush to get here. There is no finish point. So if you think I need to like go through healing in the most traumatic, this is me. And I'm totally calling myself out here as I say this. I need to go through healing in the most traumatic, um, rapid, intense way possible because I need to get this done. I have this feeling of like, I don't want to fucking come back here. <laughs> right? I'm like, I am not quitting. I'm not giving up because I don't want to fucking come back here. I'm done. I don't want to be a human again. And I'm going to just get all this shit done. Now let's go give it to me. That's the attitude that I came into with this life. So is it a surprise really that I'm 
purging a lot and going through a lot all the time? Probably not. And I probably should reframe that. And I'm looking to reframe, reframe that. But yeah, we just have this desire for it to be done, for it to be over, for us to be complete. And the minute you are complete, you are out of alignment with the energy of source creation because creation is limitless, is infinite, right? There's always more to create. There's always something new to create. There's always something more exciting, more fulfilling, more magical, maybe even more painful because you want to have that experience, right? Stop judging your experiences based on this framework of right and wrong, good and bad. That's duality, right? We're moving into non-duality, which is recognizing the good and the bad. I'm going to do a whole podcast about this, I think, because episode, not a whole podcast. I'm going to do a whole podcast talking about non-duality. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, although that is the teaching beneath pretty much everything that I'm saying, but right and wrong are on the same spectrum, like love and hate are on the same spectrum. And all of it, if you look at, say, for instance, um, let's look at love and hate, right? Love and fear, love and fear. They are all on the same spectrum of love. <laughs> fear is the lack of love and love is the absence of fear, right? So they're on the same spectrum and there can be variations on that spectrum. You can reach certain points on that spectrum. Like you hold more love than you hold more fear. You can flip back and forth, right? But non-duality is seeing all of that as divine and perfect because even ironically, the fear is leading to love. And even the love is leading to fear because of the lack of love, right? So it's all needed, yin and yang, right? We need the darkness, we need the light, we need the sun and we need the moon. We need the feminine and we need the masculine, guys. Again, I'm going to do another podcast about feminine and masculine and how, you know, the wave of feminism that we've been going through is really damaging to the pure feminine essence and how we really need like that polarity. We need that contrast between the masculine and the feminine, but I'm not going to do it today. Or maybe I'll do it later after this podcast. But we need those opposite extremes to see the bigger picture um, that it is all leading to love, that it is all leading to growth, that it is all fucking perfect, right? And so can you look at yourself through the lens of no matter where I am at, no matter where I'm at, I'm worthy, right? Like no matter how messy I am, I am worthy. No matter if I show up and I say something and then I change my mind in five days and I'm wrong, I'm worthy, right? There is no wrong and right. Let go of wrong and right. Let go of judgment. Let go of righteousness, um, righteousness blocks you from connecting to others because it stops you from seeing another point of view and potentially growing. Like there have been times when I've said something and I've had to like deal with some backlash and it's felt really uncomfortable in that moment of like, I put this content out and someone's like shitting all over me, but I could be angry about that and be like, no, you're, you know, you're wrong. And I'll be a keyboard warrior and try and fucking prove my point. I had some Christians <laughs> recently on, um, on what's the some app i can't even the one where you do videos the little ones anyway it'll come to me in a moment tiktok that's the one i posted something about the priestess path and it had nothing to do with witchcraft it had nothing to do with being a psychic it had nothing to do with talking to spirits actually it did have something to do with talking to spirits and i had like five christians commenting on that maybe there was like two let's not exaggerate there were two christians commenting on that but they were like searing you know sharing bible verses and being like you're going to go to hell. I hope you find Jesus. <laughs> the irony is I love Jesus. I love, you know, Jesus's pure message and the frequency of what Jesus came here to teach, which is unconditional love. And the irony is everything that I teach comes from love. And 
you know, I teach, I teach God, basically, I teach people how to connect to God. And maybe it's not the same one God that they believe in, but the core of what I'm teaching is the same core of without the fear and the control of Christianity, right? So this person is up in my grill saying, judging me, right? They're judging me. They're using Bible verses to judge me and say, you're going to hell. And I hope you find the wisdom in your ways and you stop hurting people, right? And I just like, I couldn't even, the irony, the irony. And there's this like, <laughs> there's this, oh my gosh. There's this um, Psalm, whatever it is in the Bible, there's this phrase in the Bible, this section of the Bible. I can't, the word's not coming to me what it is. Verse in the Bible, which is, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. And I just, that kept going around in my mind. I was like, I should post that. I should post that. I need to post that. I need to post that and be like, are you without sin? You want to judge me on some shit? Okay, man. And I stopped myself and I was like, Beck, come on. That's you needing to prove something. That's you needing to be right. That's you needing to put this person in their place and prove to them that you are right and they are wrong and your way is the only way and rah, 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 whatever. And I really had to look at myself and be like, why, where is this desire to post this Bible verse and then get into an argument with this man about how I know the Bible because I went to a Catholic school, um, sorry, Anglican school and I grew up in Bible study and all of this stuff and how I've come to peace with Christianity and I'm accepting of it and it's fine went through this whole thing. And then I was like, okay, why am I going to waste my energy on this? Why am I going to waste my energy trying to impose my truth or my version or win? <laughs> why do I need to win? Why do I, what, what is a win? Like what, what, what will I get if I win in this situation? Literally nothing. The more peaceful thing for me to do is just be like, that's their opinion. I'd prefer if they didn't express it on my forum, but you know, like they're, they're free to be wherever they are. And that's what they need to believe for their growth right now. And they, you know, the irony again is like that man genuinely thought that he was doing his service, right? He thought he was doing what God wanted him to do by calling out psychics, <laughs> which, you know, that's fine. I'm not going to judge someone. I mean, like there is a little bit of judgment in my tone and I acknowledge that. Um, but it's wrong of me to think, well, my perspective is better or higher, or I'm more evolved or wise. Again, this is what spiritual ego is. It's when you then look at all of humans and say, my way is right. And your way is wrong. And how can you be so fucking asleep and trapped in the matrix? And, um, you know, you think that you're better than everyone else because you have the knowledge and the wisdom and they don't. And like, how can you not see? And this is, I was so angry at the start of my journey. Um, with my parents watching the news and can't you fucking see can't you see couldn't even have a conversation with someone who wasn't on a spiritual path because I was like I have nothing to say to you you know you just can't see you're so asleep just judgment it was judgment and it was righteousness and you know the more I go on this journey the more I realize I don't fucking know I actually don't I don't know anything <laughs> That's a, I know fuck all I know absolutely nothing what I know is my truth in that moment, <laughs> what resonates with me in that moment, what feels good for me to share, but I don't know anything for sure, right? Yeah, I do a bunch of past life work and I can see past lives and I connect to these things in the quantum and, you know, I connect to spirit and, but do I know that for sure? Do I know that for sure? Do I know that anything that I'm having in my experience is for sure, or it's just one lens, right? Do I know for 100% certain that I'm not just fucking nuts and that all of you listening to this aren't just fucking crazy and that, you know, maybe we need to be medicated and locked up? No, I don't. And no, none of us will know that until we die and we have a life review. And who knows? Maybe that's not even true. <laughs> maybe we're all just going to die and be in the ground and that's it. Full stop. Everything that I'm saying about evolution and growth and being infinite 
is completely contrary to the existential dread of nothingness, right? Maybe, maybe. And that's okay. Like that's the, I came to a place where I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe what I'm teaching is harmful. Maybe, um, you know, I don't talk to spirits. Maybe I am crazy. Maybe the universe isn't this loving, benevolent being who is trying to bring us into more love and wants us to have all of our desires. Maybe, fucking maybe. But in this moment, does it bring me more comfort? Does it make me feel better to believe that, that all of that that I said is true? And it's yes. Like, can I get through this life a little bit easier feeling like someone has my back, feeling like everything's working out for me, feeling like I don't have to be fucking anything other than what I am to be, to have, <laughs> to be loved and to have everything that I desire. Like, do I choose to subscribe to the paradigm of I need to be more perfect? I need to show up and not be messy. I can't show people who I truly am. I need to be more healed. I need to have X, Y, Z before I feel good about myself. I need to be successful in order to feel worthy, right? Does that feel good to me? Or does the truth that I'm already fucking worthy, I'm already loved unconditionally just for being who I am with all of my flaws and my messiness and the never ending healing process. And can I accept that there is someone who's going to walk into my life and love me exactly as I am? And maybe they're just as fucked up as me in similar ways and they're on their healing process, right? So even when you're like trying to call stuff in, like I held myself back for, from so long from even dating or whatever, because I had this perspective of this perfect person. And I put them on a pedestal of my partner's going to be so evolved and wise and and I would tune into the frequency of his higher self. And then I would wonder why I don't feel worthy of him. Babe, it's his higher self. <laughs> this is literally his highest version, right? And I wasn't allowing myself to see maybe that he's human and see his humanity and feel into his humanity and his flaws and maybe he's stubborn and maybe he's a pain in the ass. When I've spoken to, I've had moments where I've literally had dialogues with his um, spirit. I was walking along the beach one day and it was crazy. I was like walking along, having this whole fucking conversation. I could feel him next to me, right? It was insane. It was like, whoa, what's going on? And the way that he was talking to me, it was so like, it was a specific tone of voice and it was, he had a, this playfulness in how he was speaking. He's like, I'm going to annoy the fuck out of you just so you know, like you're going to think it's endearing and cute, but my childishness, my childlikeness, my playfulness is going to piss you off at times and you're going to want to smack me in the head, <laughs> right? And that's the humanness of it. Like that's the human quality that we detach because we project this idea of perfection on those around us, on ourselves, right? Which inevitably holds us back um, or it keeps us looping in these cycles of continued needing to be perfect. So you can choose to always be open to growth and choose to understand and, and witness and recognize that we're all a work in progress and we all can be better. We can all be more evolved. We can all be kinder, more compassionate, more heart open, more detached, whatever it is. We can choose to see that we're a work in progress and we're still perfect, right? Like accepting that your perfectionism lies in your flaws um, allows you to also be open to growth. So it's like, I am perfect and worthy of receiving my desires, of being seen, of being successful, of having love, of divine support and guidance, exactly as I fucking am. But that doesn't mean that I can't grow and evolve, right? I have all this knowledge now. I have all this wisdom that I desire to share that's going to support people. But that wisdom isn't 
the be all end all. Like that wisdom is going to change. My mood is going to change. Who I am is going to change. I'm going to go through a million fucking deaths and rebirths. And who I was yesterday, literally who I was yesterday is not the same person sitting here today. Who I was five minutes ago before I've spoken through this stuff is not the the person I'm going to be in five minutes from now, right? Change is the only constant. It's constant, right? So if you're resisting change as well, you need to look at that. Like, why am I resisting change? Um, what what's the fear in the change that's coming? Change also pretty much always leads to a better um, environment. Even if it goes backwards first, it always ends up with more evolution, more growth, right? Stop resisting change. Stop resisting the present moment um, because you think that some moment in the future is going to be perfect, right? <laughs> that keeps you trapped in either focusing all of your energy on the past, like your traumas, your beliefs, your past conditioning, whatever it is, or the opposite, which I'm speaking about now is being so caught up in the future of when everything is going to be great. When I'm with my soulmate and we're happily ever in love, when I have millions of dollars in my bank account, I'll be happy. And it's like, no, that takes you away from the present moment and the perfection that is unfolding right now. And when I say this, I invite you to watch the last episode. If you didn't, sorry, listen to or watch the last episode around everything is the medicine. It was two episodes ago, actually. Um, because there I talk about how everything showing up in your present experience is fucking medicine and is perfect and divine and whole. (sighs) So basically this whole episode has been around, yeah, just releasing the pressure on yourself, um, being kinder to yourself. I mean, that's going to be the core of anything that I speak about because that's my core thing to learn here. Maybe it's not, maybe in five days, I'm going to realize that my sole purpose is to be a hat. I don't know. That was a stupid example, right? But at the moment, I can see that my soul growth is being compassionate. So the messages that I share are going to be around how can you be more accepting and gentle and nourishing and loving to yourself. And in releasing the need for perfectionism, the need to have it all lined up and perfect before you put something out there, the need for it to look a certain way, the need for you to be more healed, the need for you to be further along, before you show up and serve your mission. Um, That's kind of what I'm getting at, right? So if you are in procrastination, this is the last message. They really want me to get this one home, hit this one home because A, you are prepared. You are not prepared to show up in your process. You're not prepared to show up in your vulnerability and your messiness. You believe you need to have your shit more together. You believe you need to know the steps. You believe that if I put something out there that's not the full truth, people are going to come at me, right? Because you're not prepared to admit when you're wrong. Um, Actually, like I mentioned yesterday that I had this, whenever it was that I recorded the one where I said that I had an argument with my parents (laughs) and I was like, I fucked up. I said that I was fully integrated and then we had this argument. Um, I had to be prepared after that all blew up to call them, to call my mom, even though I didn't agree with, how she was like, we both had our part to play in that. And I wasn't going to take the full ownership and um, self-abandon. I believed that she could have showed up in better energy, whatever, right? Like I wasn't willing to see what she was going through, but I also believe she could have handled that situation differently, but I had to be prepared to go first and call her and be like, look, I'm sorry. (laughs) I fucked up. I was wrong. It was wrong of me to project my stuff onto you. It was wrong of me to not think about what you're going through or maybe you're in pain or 
it was wrong of me to have expectations um, that you guys could just hold all my stuff when I was in a process, whatever it was, right? I had to be prepared to admit that, hey, I fucked up. Sorry, <laughs> I'm going to do better. And it's like what my mom said was, yeah, sorry doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I want you to, your actions speak louder than words. And I was like, mom, please, since I've been here, this is the first fuck up, like, give me some grace, right? <laughs> my actions have been speaking to the compassion that I've grown to. And she's like, yeah, that's true. That's fair. But yeah, it's like, so be sorry, apologize, but then strive to be better, right? Like, don't beat yourself up being like a fucked up. I did this wrong. I showed up and I told them all that aliens are real and really they're not. <laughs> I showed up as Dorian Virtue and I told everyone to burn all my books because they're from hell. <laughs> I just I find that hilarious. I don't know why I find that so funny. It's like the whole paradigm shift. By the way, everything, my whole life career was a lie. You're allowed to do that. <laughs> That's my point. You're fucking allowed to do that. And the people who are like, what an idiot. Well, whatever. They need to have that experience, right? They're going to get something out of that experience. If they have to question their, right? The people who are like, but I believed in angels. And now she's saying that whatever. And now I have this Christian projection in my mind of I'm going to hell. Those people needed to have that experience. It's perfect. If you trigger someone in some fucking way by you changing your mind or picking a new truth or going a different direction, please know that that person signed up to have that experience with you. I remember when I was, um, I promise this is the last one. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm trying to keep these under an hour, under 40 minutes, because I can really just go on tangents, keep them laser focused. When I was learning to do healings or not learning, but remembering, um, I was doing and facilitating my first kind of healing sessions. There was this lesson taught to me um, through this person who freaked out and had this whole experience and started projecting that I was a demon and rah, 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 et cetera. It was great. It was really fun. Um, that whatever happens in the healings that I facilitate for others is perfect. So if that person has this big, and this was the other thing, like I thought, because I have these big Kundalini reactions where my whole body's convulsing and I'm screaming and crying. And I had a few people have that reaction. I believe that everyone needed to have that reaction and that that was the only worthy reaction like that that was the successful result to have someone have this huge fucking healing experience right and that's not always the case I was shown very early on to let go of um, it needing to look a certain way like that person received that healing from me by being in my space and whatever happened was divinely guided and fucking perfect if the experience was that they needed to ask for a refund because they felt hard done by and it brought up some um, I don't know some stuff for them about being a victim or whatever it was giving their power away perfect that's the experience i needed to have i need to be prepared to hold that mirror and be like cool that's that's that experience right if someone needed to show up into your life um, to show you something and it's not what you thought or you showed up in someone's life to show them something and that made them uncomfortable and triggered some stuff perfect if during virtue <laughs> took all of her books off the market and then some angel fans were like fuck angels aren't real and they had to go through a crisis of faith it's perfect right everything is perfect it's always perfect it's always perfect whole and complete and yeah so I had to let go of all of that I had to let go of my healings looking a certain way I had to let go of me trying to control the outcome and trusting that as a channel, like whatever comes through in whatever way it needs to serve will come through. Um, which, you know, to be honest, at the start, it was really difficult for me to show up and just channel things and speak from my heart because I wanted to control the outcome because I didn't trust that I could just show up and be a pure channel and just talk. And then the things that were needed to be received come out of it. Right. 
Um, and I've let go of a lot of that because I'm here am I just showing up and literally just I'm so chilled, just talking and trusting that one of you out there, one of you fuckers, one of you is gonna get something from this, right? Because I'm detached from how you receive this. Um, and again, I'm probably gonna come back tomorrow and be like, I'm not attached, detached, I'm whatever. But that's how I try to show up in my life, right? Detached from how people receive how I am in any moment, how people receive where I, where I am, what my truths are. They're going to receive them however they need to receive them. I'm now touching on topics that I've covered in other podcasts. So I'm going to let that one go. But please, the invitation, and I will end it here, is be kinder to yourself. Let go of the need to be right. Let go of the need to be perfect. Accept that you're fucking perfect, whole, complete, and divine. And there is not some future scenario where you're going to feel that much better having XYZ or when you do XYZ or when you're more evolved or whatever, like, no, now is the moment. Here we are. Can you lean into what is and accept what is as fucking perfect, whole and complete um, and accept that you're worthy exactly as you are and you don't need to do anything more to be worthy, right? That's my message for today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to another episode of Cracked Open. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share with a friend if this episode has served you in any way. For more information about the work that I do or to get in touch with me, read the show notes or head to beckmylonis.com. Until next time, beautiful soul. <laughs>